I'm coming to get you. Remember, Sally, when I promised to kill you last? I lied. Get off my plane. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. John, I'm not gonna shoot you between the eyes. I'm gonna shoot you between the balls. The disease, not the cure. I'm gonna take you to the bank, Senator Trent. There can be only one. Dead or alive, you are coming with me. I'm going to kill them all, sir. Welcome to Give Me Back My Action Movies, The Requel. I am your host, Charlie. The other host on the other side of the screen with me is Nate. Say hello to the people, Nate. We're cashing in on the new trend of a requel. That's right, man. It's not a reboot. It's not a prequel. It's a requel. Oh, yeah. Here we are, baby. The hotness of a requel. I love it. I love it. What you just heard is our brand new intro. I started to feel left out. All the other shows, it seems, has a music done by Sludge, our very own Sludge from Monster Movie Stomp Down, and I went, I need a song. He goes, that's fine, but you do the audio for all the clips, because that takes a freaking long time, and he is not wrong. (laughs) That's a lot of cutting and splicing to get it to fit just right with the beats, but I think I succeeded. Let us know if you like it. If not, I don't care. I like it. You can email us. That's right. We have an email. We'll tell you about that at the end of the show, man. No, it was, this is awesome. I haven't even told Nate this. I haven't told Nate yet, but. Guess what episode this is? What episode are we doing? Not doing. What episode is this? I don't know. It's our 50th episode, brother. Is it really? Technically, we have 52 episodes, but two of those are not give me back my action movie or horror Yada, yada, yada. We have a Christmas special, and we have the pro wrestling special uh, sneak peek. This is the 50th episode of the channel. I know I should have had horns. I should have had horns ready. Yeah, we should have had horns ready. I have other things ready for this episode. I just don't have horns ready for this episode. It's fine. It'll be fine. It's all good. So, Charlie, you decided to come to this episode wearing war paint. I got all into this, man. I, when we picked this, because it was. Nate, we need to pick something pretty awesome. I want action. I don't want any question of action. I want action. I yeah. want it to be awesome. I want we it to want be to a- do the ultimate 80s action flick. Yes. The thing when you think of action, you get your one-liners, you get your body counts, you get your explosions, you name it. And I think we nailed it because we I, both picked the same movie almost at the same time. We did, and we did, and it was it was also it was written in the stars, man, because this blue way, blue blue way, Charlie's yeah. drink, Charlie's drinking also, which is fine. The Blu-ray for this movie was like five bucks on Amazon. <laughs> yeah, it was like on sale, and I went sweet. And then my copy got delayed, <laughs> big time. His co- his Still has got- not yet arrived. <laughs> we're supposed to be here today. Oh, but that's okay because we're here two days ago. (laughs) We'll tell everybody about the other thing we've done special, but you've seen it in the title. You know what we're doing. You clicked on the episode. We are doing Commando. 
and yes, we have you. You will have seen the picture on Instagram because we will drop a little teaser. I went full face paint. I I even have my uh, little John Matrix action figure, legitimate from the from the eighties. I have my so little jealous of that. That's right, man. That is yeah. awesome stuff. I always have I have people looking everywhere, man. When they see something cool, it's like Charlie's gonna like that. So they'll send, they'll drop me a message. You do. And, you have uh, people all in the Midwest constantly I have looking for toys for you. I have connections everywhere. Not just toys. I got connections for all kinds of shit, man. It's <laughs> it's all the time, brother. No, Commando, man. I, I absolutely adore this movie. I really I do. mean, you'd have to be a fool to not enjoy this movie. Who doesn't like Commando, man? It it just doesn't make sense. There are some. There are some people I've seen that did some like shitty reviews of it, and I'm like, oh, what movie did you click later? Oh, that's right. Oh crap, that's right. (laughs) I I almost spoiled everything. Yeah, don't worry. Spoil a requel. Look, I'm so hype. I have so much ready for this requel, man. And this requel, this is this is the new face of the channel. What we're doing is we are going full on nostalgia. We are going full on. We love these movies. Nate is going to be our, our our horror guy. That's that's why he was brought onto the show. He is surrounded by horror, right? Yeah, I'm not wrong. Constantly watching horror. Oh yeah, he'll share weird at all. Oh, God, the clip you shared the other night, man. I have oh, so yeah. many questions, and I kind of want to watch it. Um, Adam but- Chaplin. I haven't finished it yet, but a demon comes out of a man's shoulder. And I don't know what happens from there. All I There's watched, a lot of blood. <laughs> I watched a clip of him Chung Lee kicking a dude's face to a bloody pulp. That's what I yes, saw. That it was just onto a wall. That was it. I was I was sold. I was in. And me, obviously, the action guy, the guy that started this whole thing, surrounded by action. My face is painted in war paint. So we're gonna try and make these shows not not blended, but cohesive. We want to make it feel like one show, but we're just talking about horror and action on an alternating schedule. That's it. That's what we're already doing, but a little bit we, more cohesiveness. Yeah, we're already doing it, but we're we're making it just a little blend, just that little bit. That better. way, when you click on it, you go, oh, these guys do a horror movie one week, and they do an action movie the other week. I get it now, even though that's what we've been doing, but you're going to understand it. It's going to be like, oh... They picked this movie because it's got this director or this studio, which also happened to do this horror movie, or vice versa. Like, yeah, we're gonna there's do, gonna be connections now. Yeah, we're gonna make things tie together, and sometimes it's not. Who gives? And a I'm shit? still gonna hate yeah. on Billy Zane, so it's the same old, same old. And I, I'm gonna I'm gonna back my boy Billy. That's all there is to it. It's fine, you know. It, it, it it'll work, and I'm this sure is what we do around here. I'm sure I'll pick someone to pick on for Nate. I don't know who it is yet, but we'll find that. We'll come to that naturally, and I like it when yeah. we come to things naturally. So let's quit Jimmy Jammer, and everyone's excited for the requel. Let's hit this trailer. Let's do it. They hunted him down. You know, Colonel, we went through a lot of trouble to find you. They murdered his friends, and they took the only thing he would kill for. If he wants your kid back, then you got to cooperate, right? Wrong. Now, somewhere, somehow, someone's gonna pay. Do you think that he's going to give us any problems? You'll do exactly as he's told. 
rest of the way, good fellas. You're a funny guy, Sally. That's why I'm going to kill you last. Yeah, are you gonna tell me what's going on or what? No. Don't disturb my friend. He's dead tired. What are you doing? Helping you get her back. Remember, Sally, when I promised to kill you last? That's what I made you think you did. I lied. If it's a mission no man can survive, he's the man for the job. Arnold Schwarzenegger, Commando. Let's party. All right, my favorite part about that trailer was the fact that they had like a 30-second like little jam session with no audio or anything. Well, again, this is not made for podcasts. It's made for people to watch <laughs> on the big screen or television. So, And that one got past me. I didn't realize it was that now, long. In my head, even the screen went black, and there was like, do-do-do, do-do-do, do-do-do. In my head, a steel well, drum now. <laughs> I thought the drop started looping for some weird reason. So I was like, uh oh, I'll fix that in post. No problem, though. It's still amazing. It, it's, oh, God, man. I love, I love this movie. I love I love Commando so God, much. Dude. All right. 1985, Commando. One thing that I, I don't know if people kind of realize is this particular movie is. The beginning of the Arnold, we all like have an image of in our brain. He had done Conan, he had done the other Conan, and he had done Terminator. And this one is the first time we get that ex military soldier, ultimate badass, save the day. And it carries on from here. From now on, this is like the Arnold we know. And I love it. I, I I'm I'm gonna say I love it. I don't know how many times this episode. Get re- make it a dreaping game. Every I'm time I say I love this promise. movie, yeah. Drink. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm gonna make a promise to not do an Arnold impersonation because I can't do one. So you this entire do the episode, I can't do it. No like Arnold the Easiest tonight. thing. Not me. Not happening. Nathan, you want you got Stallone? To do... I'll give you Stallone, but you ain't no getting one... an Arnold. No one will understand what we're saying if you do Stallone because he's just <laughs> he's incomprehensible. That's how I got mixed up into Planet Hollywood. People understand me. That's it. He was like Planet Hollywood, and then we went to a Planet Hollywood. You and I, we made Planet Hollywood together. It was awesome. And Bruce doesn't even remember we did it. That's a bad joke. It's fine. <laughs> I'm drinking. It's fine. I love you, Bruce. <laughs> It's all good, man. It's all good. No, this is, like I said, this is the beginning of the movies we know. I mean, directed by Mark Lester. It uh, actually, I mean, for even an early Arnold movie, this thing's still got a pretty decent budget of uh, $10 million. $10 million yeah. to put this not, thing not together. Not too bad. You can definitely tell in glorious HD uh, where some of that $10 million was not spent. <laughs> yeah yeah hd is not a friend to 80s <laughs> movies when he is dangling sully and you can see the wire for a brief moment i will say i was this, dying <laughs> i was reading stuff on that and since you bring it up the director didn't want to use a crane 
he, <laughs> he asked Arnold, you Arnold, could actually guy up. He's small. Literally. He's like, you could just hold him over there. And Arnold's like, are you nuts? No, I'm not doing that. <laughs> You imagine being Sully the whole time during that conference? Because you have no say in this whatsoever. I don't want pee in my mouth. I don't want my own pee in my mouth. <laughs> Which I think I still would have done with a crane holding my ass upside down. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, so, to no, be fair. we are getting prime Arnold here because, yeah, this is fresh off the Terminator, the first one, the yeah. previous year. Yeah, so the now bad robot one, yeah. Commando, Raw Deal, Predator, Running oh, Man. Oh, God. It just. You it, know, it Total Recall. Got... This is. Going ah. and going. I mean, this and to go back, we uh, this one did worldwide fifty seven and a half million dollars worldwide. That and if Mark Lester's name sounds familiar, it's because he did Showdown Little Tokyo, which is like that's another quintessential nineties action movie, right? Like, right, yeah. Both movies hit all the same cheesy ass beats that we love so much here. Yeah, you have to do that. Well, and also speaking of that. 1985, another fantastically famous action movie with all of the tropes came out too. Rambo oh, yes. First Blood Part Two came out in 1985. It was like Th- both these movies were uh, gunning <laughs> for who could have the higher body count. Oh, I didn't look up Rambo 2s, but I got this one's. And oh. <laughs> we got another not- one, 85, though, that has a pretty high blood, uh, body count. Death Wish 3 as well. That so. one actually does have a pretty high. <laughs> I like to do the death wish. I, I almost, I had an idea and screw it. We'll spitball it live on here. Spitball it. What you got? I kind of would like to do death wish Charles Bronson double feature with death wish Bruce Willis. We watch both of those movies. Watch both of them? Yeah. You watch okay. the I, Charles I Bronson. That. You watch the Bruce Willie and then you see, you know, you just, we talk about the similarities, what, what differences they took. I like the Bruce Willis one. Was I was it, a little disappointed only because when I found out Eli Roth was the director, I was like, oh, we're going to get some good gore. Like, at least the, like this will be an action movie with the horror elements of, like, super giant blood. And it's a little bit there, but I think the studio interfered. I, really I, I, I always say when I see someone's name on there and I'm like, oh, I know what I'm going to get, and then I don't get it, studio got involved. Yep, I mean, exactly. that's, that's just how it works anymore. I'd but. even be down if we did, like, Death Wish 3 and 4 because that's when those movies get super ridiculous. They do. I think I have Death Wish 3. I got uh, one of the Canon packs that I own, which yeah. is awesome. No, um, and I also have some funny uh, funny things about this movie. Oh, screw it. We're going to do it. There, I have an alternate person that they were talking to playing John Matrix. Who else? You, you, just take a guess. Let's, uh, Stallone? No, 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 no. None of the big action guys. I'll give you that much of a hint. None of the big action guys, but would be in Commando in the 80s. Magnum P.I. Gene Simmons. <laughs> I'll allow it. Not even kidding. Not even kidding. I'm guessing it was totally written different. He'd be a smug asshole to all the people he kills in this movie. Yeah, it it was just insane when I was reading that. I was like, I could I could believe a lot. Now I like Gene Simmons. We did uh Runaway with uh, Tom Selleck. Gene Simmons was a phenomenal bad guy. Loved him in that. I don't know if I could see Gene being it the could commando. Possibly makes sense then with that period of the eighties because this was probably filmed in eighty four. Uh, yeah, I guess I, I'd see it. 
I could see it happening. The studio being like, yeah, big rock star. We'll put him in this big action movie. Make big money. What could go wrong? <laughs> well, <laughs> Takes I, another uh, line of cocaine. <laughs> There's a lot of that going around in the 80s. We oh, already yeah. know all that. And no, we know but... this is produced by Joel Silver, which the is man. a huge the man. action, you know, maker. <laughs> maker. He... He carved these guys out of stone. I swear to God, Joel Silver did. Oh, I, yeah. I, I, that, that's a I mean, name that is die just... Die Hard, Lethal yeah. Weapon, The Matrix. Like, and the Stallone was supposed to do Die Hard. everything. Yeah, Stallone was originally tapped to do Die Hard, and he stepped away from it. So, who knows what kind of wacky world we'd be living in had someone said yes to a cer- certain project at a certain time. I'm fairly certain he even did some reality show about, like, the next upcoming action star. Do you remember that? Vaguely, no. It was like <laughs> Vaguely, whoever no. they, they would do a reality contest, right, of different action stunts and, yeah. and show off their acting abilities and gunfights and you know fist fight, and then they get to star in a movie with Billy Zane. I'm not making that up. You're making I that. I don't up. remember the name of the movie. We would have to do some research. We don't have time for it now, but. There is a made-for-TV reality show movie starring Billy Zane. Okay, we'll have to look into that. That's <laughs> that's on the list, Nate. We're going to look Produced that up. Produced by Joel Silver. What a weird time the early 2000s was. It really was, man. It, I, it's such a weird time. And that's not what we're talking about today, though. We're talking about 80s action. Ah, the first time I saw this was at a buddy's house, probably in middle school. Yeah. And I remember just so much carnage. (laughs) 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 In all the best possible ways. The you know, the ending knife fight with Vernon Wells. That's like the coolest thing ever when you're in middle school. (laughs) Yes. No, it 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 completely is, man. Commando I feel like I've grown up with my entire life. Yeah, like it's just one of those things that like, hey, you need an action movie? Here you are. So, Dad, when he... Because VHSs were expensive. You know, we all know that. When they were coming out, they were expensive. So, Dad's birthday normally was an Arnold Schwarzenegger action movie. So, I remember Dad had almost all of the main Arnold movies from Conan, Raw Deal, all the way up, and we had Commando. Now, it was early enough that I wasn't allowed to watch them, and... It got to that point where, like I, like we've talked about, Dad was finally like, okay, it's time you can start watching it. Let me let me remember what's in these for a moment. And Commando was one of those that other AKA, than... The, let me have a reason to watch this again, boy. Yeah, well, it was also <laughs> like, I don't care really about the violence. He can see it. There's some language in this, yeah. Where are the boobs? And there's really only one scene of boobs. One quick and it's, scene. It's a, it's a flash and... It was done. So this was a this was one I probably was introduced to fairly early after like Conan the Destroyer. I didn't watch Conan the Barbarian until a lot later because again, boobs, a lot of boobs. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah, and that it's fine. I turned out fine, even though my lack of boobage in movies till I was you know like a lot older. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. I'm I'm not. I, I don't. Hold I don't any know grudges. if I turned out fine or not with all the blood, gore, and boobs. I don't know. That's still yet to be determined. But, yep. <laughs> uh, and I'm pretty sure, because I was asking Dad, uh, we went 
to a car show in Charlotte the other weekend, and we were talking about the action movies, and I was like, I need to come over to the house and see if we have any of those old VHSs. He goes, oh, they're in the garage, because Dad literally has a VCR out in the garage, along with his DVD player. He hasn't gone the Blu-ray yet. That, that's where my dad is. That 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 that's how long it takes Dad to ch- transfer into new. When we uh, get to the 8K movies, that's when he'll finally get the DVD player or the Blu-ray player. The bad. Blu-ray, he has yeah. DVD because <laughs> I, I'm his rental store. So that's right. You get I, the double copies, yeah, or the double pack, and give him the DVD copy. Like I just picked up Spider-Man, uh, the new one, and I almost got the 4K, but I looked at it and went, "Oh, I get the 4K and the Blu-ray and digital." That's nope, not going to be for him. I'm going to go get the Blu-ray get the dvd and digital. also didn't realize that was out you know so i gotta go pick that up came out tuesday yep. nice just happened to be at walmart grabbed it i was like heck yeah man i'm in i love that movie it's fantastic um but yeah no uh this one like i said i i've i've probably watched this one almost as much as like running man running man was my favorite arnold movie growing up commando's a super close second as far as teenage charlie mine was it, it's non-stop action and total recall um i just thought total recall was like the coolest movie ever as a kid oh yeah three boobs yeah exactly three boobs <laughs> <laughs> and aliens a divorce. it was it was yeah. different you know it had a whole nother you know like aesthetic to it paul verhoven even though as kids we didn't give a shit who was directing no, these movies didn't care whatsoever I, I didn't i did, never even really learned the other actors names other than like arnold and stallone or if it was a major bad guy like Michael Ironside or somebody. Yeah, other exactly. Than that, I didn't give a shit. I don't care. They they died. And, and I'm speaking fairly certain of, the first time I saw this was on like TNT or something like that. Like, I'm guaranteeing I did not see the original cut of this first. You saw the super cut version. Then, yeah. Because they cut a ton for the television yeah. uh, airing of this. Because uh, I was reading up. So I guess now that that's a pretty good segue. The version we actually watched, because Nate didn't get his version yet, apparently. Nope, not, still not yet. And Maybe by the time this airs, I might have it. We were both looking on Amazon, and there was the director's cut, but we figured, we uh, realized it was not region-free. Um, so we were like, ah, screw it, let's just get the cheap one. Then Nate's wasn't going to come in in time. We found the director's cut online that we could rent or buy, and so we were discussing, like, okay, maybe one of us should watch it uncut, the other one watch it the regular way, and we can talk about the differences. I was already hyped to watch it uncut, so I told Nate, last ah, screw it, let's just watch the uncut version. Yeah, so I bought five bucks for the director's cut. I, I watched too. it, and then I texted you and went, I didn't notice anything. <laughs> Thankfully, though, in Charlie, uh, in Charlie's shop, I've had regular Commando playing, and I know the differences in the director's cut. We'll was get into like- those two different things because i swear there's nothing okay well we'll just get right into it now uh the first one that i caught right off the bat was they talk about jenny's mom uh they were heading to the armory to get loaded oh, when they up. talk about how she died at uh giving birth yep that's okay. not in the original cut oh whatsoever. really didn't know no. that it's not in any version, not even the, the overseas ones. And it talks about, you know, where he talks about, I've done some pretty bad things. I want to forget it. My whole life is focused on Jenny now. That was one. Uh, the other one is, uh, see, I know the one directly in my mind that I'm wanting to talk about. But there's All another I can line. All say of, is, thank you, Director's Cut, for padding out 
character development in Commando? Well, <laughs> yes and no. Like, I, I've i always wondered about her mom. They never talked oh, about when it. When I was watching it again, I was like, what the hell happened to her? And then right. when it popped up, I was like, oh, okay, no biggie. Yeah, so so they did that, and I, I appreciated it. The one that ever that really counts, though, is the extended version of the tool shed. That is where the real stuff happens. And if you oh, want okay. to, we can wait till we get to there, and we can talk about where they added and where they didn't add. Right. You are messing with your th- camera and making me seasick right now. It fell off. <laughs> your camera fell off again. And I'm drinking over here. Let's not do that. That's... Really messing with Charlie's like perspective right now. So rewatching this, I also realized why I have some new fear. Well, not new fears, but you fears in my fears. life that you know add to my long, long list. Um, this movie is exactly why I do not take the trash out while the supposed garbage man is outside. I just can't take the risk. Are you that important? I, I could be. <laughs> I could be. I don't trust that that garbage man has an Uzi hidden in the trash. Fair, fair. You know? Yeah. Also, this movie is why I could never become a sailor. Because I was afraid that some maniac might blow up a boat. <laughs> so, I realized that. I had, like, flashbacks. Like, oh, yeah, that's why I never became a sailor. I wish I could remember the first time I watched this movie to know whether I fell for the fact that he died in that or not. Because I'm watching right? it now going... <laughs> There's no way I fell for this. There's no way in the anyone in the theater when Vernon Wells pops back up gasped. <gasps> we <gasps> thought he was dead. He's like, alive. <laughs> he smiles at the guys. I mean, yeah. You immediately I, go, bad guy. <laughs> I was... also have to wonder. <laughs> I never became a car salesman because of the stress. <laughs> but what happens if a car gets stolen when you work at the dealership? I need someone to email us at gmbmampod at gmail.com. What happens if your car gets stolen at the car dealership that you're trying to sell? Please let us know. Now, I want to I speculate real quick just to see, just see if I'm right off the bat so no one thinks I read the email early. I would have to think if you gave them the keys, you are partly liable. But he gets into that car and the <laughs> are you saying you're going to get interrogated in like there. you were a part of it? Well, the dude died, so I don't think he had to worry about anything. So is he going to show up to work the next day or is he using a sick day? And if I remember right in the TV cut, it doesn't cut back to him laying on the asphalt. You just see you he think gets hit. He gets hit and knocked out the <laughs> he gets window. Really big boo boos. He gets yeah, a couple scratches. Yeah. Also. He's not driving that Cadillac later in the movie. No. Also, <laughs> these men that are supposedly a part of Arnold's team do not look like they were a part of Arnold's team in any reality. No. Like, I, I, I couldn't. When they're like, trying to tell me these are the best men of all the men to fight in combat, I'm like, no, they're not. <laughs> Bennett, Bennett, I believed. The yeah. guy running his trash down in slippers and the guy's I do not believe. schmoozing what I a sale. I, what no, they should have done was done an Eddie Murphy scenario and just put like Arnold as each person, but with like a top hat and a monocle as one, a mustache as the oh other. Like he's just dressed up like Hercules, Hercules, you know? <laughs> like we just, we Eddie Murphy it. That I would have believed like, oh man, they got a whole team of Arnold. It's a whole team of Arnold. <laughs> 
If Predator had been first, I just would have want the whole cast of Predator brought back for Commando, which we did get yeah, Bill Duke. We did, we have yeah. Bill, we have Bill Duke and Joel Silver's involved. I never involved. realized how tall Bill Duke is. Bill Duke is a massive man, dude. Yeah. To stand up, like, uh, we're, uh, for Predator, to stand up with those guys, because Chavez is the short guy that got the short end of the stick in Predator, but everyone else is a giant, giant man. That's all there is to it. <laughs> yeah. Nate would be terrified. He w- I would, he would be looking up at everyone like, hey, what's up? Sol- Sully's the only short guy in the entire thing. Yeah. Enrique, if you his reboot buddy this is movie, huge. If you reboot this movie, cast Sully as Seth Green. Oh, God. It's perfect. I could see that, though. Yeah, and he wears the same outfit and everything. I If you reboot this movie... Everything has to be the same as that. Everything. I don't want it updated because otherwise no. I don't get a telephone booth ripped out of the wall. I want <laughs> yeah, the I don't same... get to see a man get flipped in a telephone booth. Yeah, I, you know, I, I, that's what I want, man. I know they remodeled the mall, but we have CG. We have all the tech. We have the technology. The weird thing too is Alyssa Milano's fashion choice. That's all relevant again now. So it you don't really even have to change is. that. Like. <laughs> Screw it. Let Alyssa Milano replay that character. I'm exactly. Down. I, I'm, I'm down for that. I'm totally um, down. Can you do me a favor, though, Charlie, and make I sure can. you do all of the opening montage segments with your kids? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Can you, like, carry them across the bridge? Can you feed them a wild deer? Can you throw fish at them? Maybe drown one in a pool? Uh, I don't have a pool. We do have wild deer that run around. There's like packs of them. I have never been able to get close enough to a wild deer with grain and be like, here you go. Uh, the neighbors down the street last year, apparently unbeknownst to half the neighborhood, someone had been feeding a deer and it got used to humans. So it was going basically door to door begging for food. That's awesome. (laughs) And they had to call the, uh, the wildlife people because yeah because now that's probably not good for the deer it's not it's actually a danger yeah. to itself so yes i could possibly make 99 percent of that happen Nate. all right that's so you fine. do that and then what we'll do is we'll get me a chainsaw and a log and i'll do a photo shoot recreating that peak male performance do you think you're the best one for that what we'll do is we'll get a big old log <laughs> throw it on one shoulder and i get the chainsaw on the other arm and i'll just walk and you know We'll get sure. pictures of me in a, a tank top. I think it's doable. It's going to be good for the uh, Give Me Back My Action Movies calendar. We should do a Give Me Back My Action Movies calendar. I mean, we just I've have to, to f- rotate months, I guess. It's fine. Yeah, we'll alternate the months. We'll throw in a guest every once in a while into yeah. it. We'll do the Predator, and we'll get everyone from the network, and we're all dressed up as different characters from the Predator. I, I like yeah. it. All right, so we can't do it this year, but 2023... I think give it's me a back good my goal. action movie calendar is going to happen. I think it's a good goal. We'll get, we'll even get other special guests. Like we'll get our other buddies at other podcasts and let them like film some stuff. We'll get Dan for the Fireman classic shoot for Backdraft. I don't know if I'm behind that. We'll talk. We'll discuss <laughs> that later. I don't know if I'm in for that yet. Don't be springing that shit on me that fast, man. That's that's not cool. Man, no I'm draft. just trying to make us money. No bad. No bad Sex sells. Sex sells. They ain't buying our calendar then, Bubba. <laughs> uh, so this movie, it, it it's kind of the start of the the dad, the the protector of the family that gets put into a you know situation where he has to save 
the wife, the daughter, the old, you know, the old war buddy. It it's kind of the beginning of that because before this, it's pretty much just been stuff like it's you know, been war movies. Essentially. It's been war movies. You know, Delta Force, Missing in Action, Rambo. Yeah, like you, you just know, made your uh, military people like the heroes and whatnot. Now this was like, what if we made ex-military get thrown in the situation, or like when Die Hard does the first like everyday man who's just a regular beat yeah. cop. You know, this um, is this is like this the, was just how can we throw him in a situation to just up the ante? And that was one of the reasons Arnold took this on. He goes, "I'm not just a mindless." hulk of muscles like conan and i'm also not a killer robot this was actually like this is really the first time people heard arnold to see him interact i guess yeah Yeah, like real acting lines and it was one of the reasons why the studio was hesitant about him and there was other people that were in mind because they were like he can't act his accent everything there's nothing about this that makes us feel comfortable giving him like top billing of this movie but here's the thing with this movie he rolled high on his charisma because when you think of it in terms of modern action stars not many have that same charisma what jason momoa i think jason momoa has an equal amount of charisma yeah Um, it's just something about arnold's charm and it just oozes on screen the entire time in this movie it's not fake either. I mean, that's kind of how he got where he was anyway. You know, he was really good talker. He was really good about just being in the right place and being persistent and, and meeting the right people. I mean, this is literally like Stallone was big. He was, you know, we had seen Rocky and he was a fighter weight. He was all this other stuff. And we had seen, you know, kind of this larger than life characters from like Jason, the Argonauts and, clash of the titans things like that but to me this one with arnold in commando is like kind of like this greek god looking cut out of marble he was big in conan too but there's just something about this one like when he walks out from the forest when he's because this one's like his first like modern movie like you said in terminator yeah it's modern times but he's very robotic like this one it's supposed to be he's just a dad yeah a jacked he, up he, dad is <laughs> a, a very fit but you know what they play that up he's very fit he's working out he's teaching his daughter you know karate and things of that nature you know you could you it was believable you know even as a kid you're like whoa that's badass you know my dad was military you know my dad wasn't as cut as arnold but to me my dad was as large as arnold you know no, larger I than that. My, i mean my yeah. dad was ex-military and same thing he was always like lifting weights and doing push-ups or something and like encouraging yeah. me and my brother to do the same thing what happened <laughs> jokes on him i didn't gain any weight <laughs> literally what happened nate come on man <laughs> what i love though about this movie is when it gets going which is right out the bat it does yeah. not care about a single villain like when they instantly attack the house and you got the one guy giving him the like spiel of like you just got to obey us, man. Like, don't do anything funny. And Arnold just shoots the guy. Yeah, he literally goes. Like, clearly no. this guy's supposed to be somewhat important. It's like, no, no, he's not. Yeah. Wrong. Shoots him in the head. Like, headshot. Boom. Done. And then, again, man, I, this is, I'm trying to think of the right way to word this. In 1985, this was new for everyone. But even as a kid in the 90s watching this, this was still, I felt like I was still being introduced 
to a lot of concepts that I wasn't used to in movies. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I was watching Ninja Turtles. I was watching, you know, all these other things, Indiana Jones, stuff like that. But when I started watching these kind of movies, I, I watched a man run, shoot a dude in the head, run outside, realize his car is disabled. And the first thought in his mind was, push it down the hill. Push it down the hill, and we'll just see what happens. We don't even care what's going to happen. We're just going to go. Also, first thing of uh, Henchman 101, never stop. Yeah, just keep going. You're not allowed to stop. Even though after the first time Arnold misses them, they could have stopped and waited till Arnold crashed at the yeah, bottom of the hill. Like, Let's see where he goes now because stupid idiot missed then, us. Then, like, cruise <laughs> down to him and go, you dumb son of a bitch. What's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> but then what actually happens is when he does wreck and he does get out of the vehicle, he beats the shit out of, like, seven of them instantly. Well, they're not allowed to shoot him. There's a plan, and they can't shoot him. You know, it was because yeah, they have to use him to kill what a dictator on an island or something like that. Well, I think he over it, they put the guy in that's not a dictator. So it was a president, El Presidente. So Valverde is a fake uh, Southern South American country slash, you know, uh, eh, country, whatever that Hollywood created. So they didn't piss off things like Cuba or, you know, Puerto Rico or even Mexico. So Valverde is actually in uh, Predator. They go to Valverde. Uh, Valverde okay. is mentioned in... Die- it's a Joel Silver thing. Uh, it's mentioned in uh, Die Hard 2 when they're bringing in the uh, the captured general. All Valverde. So this is all a shared universe. Technically, Arnold is like seven characters in one universe, I guess. I don't know. See? You could do the Eddie Murphy thing. We're halfway there, Nate. It's perfect. Especially if they make him in the triplets movie. If that does happen, I think it's supposed to be Eddie Murphy. So come on. Also, I got my heart broken a little bit in this, Nate. I have to admit. Um, Was it because because Vernon Wells was not in the movie long enough? No, but it involves Vernon Wells. And I I have a story for Vernon Wells, too. Um, You would. My entire life growing up watching this movie, I swore. That man was wearing chain mail the entire movie. In high def, it's a fishing net. It's all rope. You know what? I didn't pay attention, so I honestly thought it was still chain mail. He has the chain for the dog tags. So that is hey, chain. He wanted to be a sexy villain. Actually, someone smaller than him was cast originally, got fired. Vernon was hired and they couldn't change wardrobe, which is why everything looks two times too tight <laughs> on Vernon Wells. That's I love that. Incredible. Man. I love Vernon Wells. Um, I met Vernon Wells last year. He yes. Was I was going to say, please tell me the story of when you met him. It, uh, he was coming to Smoky Mountain Fan Fest in Gatlinburg. He was the main reason I was going also to promote other conventions. And I got a lot of friends there. One of my friends had actually done a movie with him because, believe it or not, Vernon Wells has done quite a few Christmas movies later in his life. Really? And no. my friend Landon has written uh, several. He's been in a couple. And he and his wife was on this movie set. And it was his wife that had the most amount of time with him because you think of movie sets as somewhat glamorous, somewhat like they take care of their people. No, it was blue cold. She said we were huddled around a little propane heater 
trying to keep warm between takes. And it was her and Vernon Wells, like huddled over this thing, just sharing stories and talking and everything. And I'm like, you're coming with me. <laughs> Took her over. <laughs> Vernon got there a little bit later. I, I waited till he got all his stuff set up. You know, I don't like, I, don't, I hate that fan of, I see you. You have to sign my shit right yeah, now. Yeah, like instantly let me bother you. I can't. So I was like, let the dude set up. Let him get comfortable. If he's got to go take a piss, he just got off the plane, basically. So eventually I got to go over and meet him. And he had like every character he's been in. And I am a kid in a candy store. And he, he could tell. He's like, oh, it's a lot to choose from, isn't it? And I was like, yeah. I'm like, you're you're Wes from, you know, Road Warrior. You're the biker yeah, exactly. from Weird Science. Uh, I was like, I've seen most of your movies. But I said, I have to get you as Bennett from commando and he had a black and white of the pipe coming out of his chest and i'm like i, I gotta do that one nice. he goes okay okay so he signs it i've got my son anthony with me and he he, he goes what's your name charlie he goes where are you gonna put this and i'm like well i'm not gonna sell it i want I, this is mine and he goes no 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 who's gonna see this and i'm like i don't care who sees it i want everyone to see it he goes okay so he starts writing and i'm trying to read upside down and I finally realized what he wrote. I'm not going to shoot you between the eyes, Charlie. I'm going to shoot you between the balls. Vernon <laughs> Wells. And I have it Beautiful. hanging behind me. Vernon Wells is going to shoot me between the balls. It is my most prized <laughs> picture. I'll put a picture up on it. And so I got my to post it. I um, have a I have a selfie with Vernon. It's going to suck when he, that time finally comes and he shoots you in the balls, though. it's just been it's been foretold it's been foretold by the legacy of action movie heroes but now if i get to meet him again yeah if i get to meet him again i'm getting it in wes from road warrior which fun little easter egg (laughs) no more talk the better audio with the blu-ray when he gets on his boat the guys talking to him go hey wes and he gets on the boat they call him his character from Road Warrior because otherwise nice. he's been it the whole movie. But that's my Vernon Wells story. He's a, he's an awesome dude, super nice. I also met Sam Jones, but we'll save that for the Flash. We'll Gordon, say that so. for yeah, yeah. <laughs> what else we got, Nate? Where are we at? Is it almost time for a commercial? Yeah, you know what? Let's go to the commercial real quick. Okay, Screw guys. It. Um, because it's the requel, I'm just gonna say, don't skip the commercial break. All right, we'll see you when we get back. E.I. Joe will return after these messages. Do you like horror movies? Do you like hanging out with your buddy? Do you like cracking jokes and having a good time? Do you just like fun? Well, consider checking out Spoils of Horror. We are an hour-long podcast that comes out every single week. We're not doing reviews. We're just going to hang out, talk about the movies we love with each other, and hopefully the ones you love too. Covering everything from the popular, the lost, the forgotten, and the bizarre. If you're looking for a good podcast and a good time, you're going to want to check us out. We're on all major podcasting platforms, and you can find us on Instagram and Twitter. Check it out. We'll see you there. Where the women were shy. Would you mind taking hold of these, please? And the villains were the heroes of the day. 
Kirk Douglas, Anne Margaret, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Foster Brooks, Mel Tillis, Ruth Buzzy, and Paul Lind in the Villa Invaded PG. The Villa opens Friday, July 20th at select theaters and drive-ins, Metropolitan Exhibitors. Welcome to the Monster Movie Stomp Down with me, Stompy, and my brother, Frank. Hi, I'm Frank. Join us, Sludge, Mark, and Ruben, three times a month as we review monster movies from around the world. And don't forget about the monthly contest and trivia. Not only that, Frank, but you will find extra content like the Underdogs, Monster Mash Wednesdays, and the Friday Night Fights, each week exclusively on our Facebook and Instagram. So, please join us at the Monster Movie Stop Down. Your one-stop chomp for monster movie reviews, news, interview, trivia, laughs, and of course me, Stompy. And Frank. Now, back to G.I. Joe. <laughs> I am now going to be mixing up the commercial breaks. Now, you may be asking yourself, why did Charlie play that particular commercial in between our podcast friends? If you remember back at our Tombstone episode. I was going to say, if you listen to Tombstone, yes, then you already know. I, brought I was up, there, so I have to remember. I brought up the movie The Villain. I had to look it up because I couldn't remember the name of it, where Arnold, his character is literally called the Handsome Hero, and he carries a seven-shooter. It. I'm scrolling through because I have found in YouTube, someone has made commercials based on year. And then I've also found some that are like all the TV bumpers, like the G.I. Joe bumper, which we're doing commando. I'm going to put G.I. Joe on. And I had found one that was nothing but like movie trailers from television stations. And the second one that played was the villain. And I'm like, no shit. Uh, this is it. This is the one I'm playing. It ties perfectly. It's Arnold for an Arnold movie. And I referenced it in the last action episode. So done. It's in. So Easy. for those of you that like to skip commercials, I don't know if you'd want to on the show anymore. Charlie's going to mix it up every episode, including the horror. So little tease for it's not just the action that's getting a facelift or a face rip, I guess. I don't know what we would call the horror. I don't know. Yet. We'll figure that part out. <laughs> it's all good. All right, Nate. Uh, let's see. We don't really need to walk through this movie. It's no, uh, we don't. Daughter, we daughter do gets kidnapped. Talk about how awesome it is that you yeah. don't kidnap Alyssa Milano or Arnold Schwarzenegger is going to kick your ass. Yeah, he's got 11 hours because that's how long the plane takes to from takeoff till Valverde. And that now he's on this race against time to find the people, find his daughter, save the day. Oorah. And we get an unlikely sidekick in this movie that I feel like she nails this movie. Oh, she definitely does. And when I watched this movie with my buddy back then, I specifically remember my buddy's dad going, that's Tommy Chong's daughter. So I'm watching this <laughs> last night. And looking at Jackie going, do you know who that is? And she goes, no. I was like, mm, her first name is Ray. Her middle name's Dawn. And her last name is Chong. Ray Dawn Chong. And she stops for a minute. She's like, no. I said, yes. 
she is Tommy Chong's daughter. Now, the thing is, I honestly don't know her in anything else other than this movie. I know she's in other stuff. Yeah. Just Um, She is the gargoyle beast from the anthology. Oh, crap. Is it Creepshow? Where um, uh, it's Remar. I can't think of his James. I know exactly what you're talking about. I don't think that's Creepshow. I cannot remember for the life of me. But which it's, anthology story? But I know what you're talking about. Yeah, uh, because Holy crap, he really that's he, her. He he he, uh, he breaks the deal, and the girl yep. has to turn into the gargoyle. That's Radon Chong, when it's a normal normal girl. She's been in other stuff. She's been in like television shows. Uh, her and uh, Alyssa Milano, I think, were both on an episode of Different Strokes or something like that. There was some weird like um, like trivia for her. But uh, yeah, James Remar and Radon Chong was it that he's the sculptor. He does all that stuff, the art, and he's not supposed to look at something because it breaks that curse. And she, she like kills him at the end. Yeah, she and they have they have the kid and everything, and they all turn into like demo- it's, it's a really excellent good short story. Yeah, excellent episode. And as Nate, the horror guy, I'm blaming you for not knowing the name of it. So, oh, dude, there's just a lot of segment movies from the '80s. So trying to remember. Well, there's Creep Show, Creep Show too. You know, we had all the, you know, uh, that's the one though where like the the wraparound story is the boy is going to get baked to be eaten, but he's wanting the witch to read him stories. Is that I know that's the wraparound story. I just cannot remember the name of that movie, and I'm not going to look it up. (laughs) Well, fine. I'll let someone email us and yell at me. Fine. I won't look it up either because I want Nate to get emailed and get yelled at. So gmbmampod at gmail.com. Uh, put it in the subject title, Nate is a dumbass, and put the ti- name of the title in the body, and we will go from there. I love exactly. you, Nate. That was, I was, we'll that read was just it next week. Email. We'll read emails live. Yeah. Send us an email. I will read them live. Damn well, it, people. Live-ish, I guess, you know. 50 episodes. We've only gotten one email. That's not spam. I'll say I we've gotten a fair. Yeah, we share. got a lot of spam. Thank you, Capital One. I can't. You know, they they just need more people to get credit and stuff like that. That's but. all. So eleven hours to find his daughter and uh, gets tied up with Radon Chong. Chases down Sully first, which obviously it's in our intro. What a I great had, tiny car chase! Yeah, it's a it's yellow so Porsche. Funny. They picked the two tiniest vehicles. And a British and, <laughs> sports car. Yeah. And when the yellow Porsche gets flipped, GTA logic, it should blow up. But instead, Arnold just flips it back over. He's like, I got a car. Ah, yeah. I didn't do the Arnold impersonation. I'm really glad. <laughs> no, she's like, we don't have a car. He just walks over, pushes it. Now I do. Yeah. yeah. And they get in. Door mashed up. Car runs perfectly, though. Not, not even, doesn't miss a beat. Yeah, there's no way it's been wrecked to hell. Oil's back. not in the top of the engine. It's all it's good. good. He he's good to go. He steals everyone's cars. He t- he takes the other guy's car later on the Cadillac. That fight, man. When they when after they figure out who Sully had to go meet, and it's Bill Cook, Bill Duke, Bill Cook, Bill Duke, and the fight in the hotel room. Just the sound effects of that fight the ring fight in my is ears. So awesome. And it also gives me to allow you, Charlie, to present the new segment, the fatherly advice segment. 
We ha- I didn't know about this. We have a new oh, segment. Oh, yes. We're going to have a new segment whenever a father has to save their child, and we have to give fatherly advice. I like this. Okay. Hit me. I don't have sometimes music. Sometimes in Damn life. man. Sometimes in life, you just got to pick a dude up by the dick and throw him. <laughs> That's good advice, man. That's sound advice. And he That's does that. Sound fatherly advice. He straight up grabs Bill Duke by the crotch and flips him over his head, man. It's it's fantastic. No, I mean, I imagine he was going like this. Oh my god, I'm being picked up by my dick and being thrown. Because that's what would happen. Probably, but my guess is it was more of a belt grab or something, so that he had a better <laughs> a better perch. You know, I'm not saying nothing bad about Bill Duke on that, but I'm just saying for safety reasons. They oh, already wanted to throw, man. There's no safety involved. They already wanted to drop Sully in real life, you know, save that money on the crane. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> when you're working on a $10 million budget with an unknown action star. <laughs> but it's like it's like how they made the punches reverberate. Just this like thuds and this. And then the pow! commentary that you're getting from Ray Dawn. Of, like, there's just too much testosterone in this room. Good he's, Lord, please stop it. <laughs> these guys eat too much red meat. Yeah. <laughs> Which had the opposite effect on me because I want nothing but red meat now because I want to be as big as these dudes. Yeah. <laughs> I want to throw a man through a wall with an apparent porno being filmed in the other room. Did yeah. you see the camera? Yeah, there was a camera right there. I never realized there was but a there was camera no director, in the room. So it was all, you know, self-directing work. Self-directed, self-wrote, self-acted. That's self-produced. Yeah, self-produced. I'm sure something got produced. Uh, <laughs> self-stunt bodies. Sure, man. Self-oiler. Self. Yeah, it's getting way too deep. We gotta stop. <laughs> We're R, but not a hard R. We'll go yes. with that. <laughs> no, the requel. We still stand by our original rule. We don't drop f bombs. That's the only rule we have. Everything else is fine, to a degree. Nate will tow that line every chance he gets. I will always tow it. (laughs) We already had one dick grab for the movies. We'll see where else (laughs) Nate goes. And it's, dude, this nothing but one-liners. The entire dialogue of this movie. Even as they're fighting each other, they're basically just dropping one-liners at each other. Uh, Yeah, everyone everyone talks in one-liner in this movie. Ray Dong Chong talks in one-liners. These guys eat too much red meat. These guys do all this. There's too much testosterone. You know, Bill Duke, he's like, I did the one thing I love most about this, the price. Boom, gone. You know? <laughs> Sully calls her this, a bitch. I don't know. It's just all kinds of weird shit. I heard you're a great man with transmissions. I don't know what that means. <laughs> After this is like the most comical scene to me where they just straight up rob a gun store. I love this scene. The man. one thing that you should not do in America. <laughs> in the 80s, you could, though, because he did it in Terminator. <laughs> he did. <laughs> I kind of think it might even be similar uh, gun store. They added an addition. It's a real gun store that's in California. That that actual place is real. They sold uh, surplus Jeep, surplus all kinds of stuff. They added the extra room for the big reveal of all of the weapons that now as a teenager, I thought every surplus place had. Oh yeah, definitely. More than one time. Dad would take me into one. Surplus stores don't have rocket launchers just lying around. All the ones I blame falling down. True. Look, er, er, there Arnold had a tool shed 
that had a ton of weapons in it. In my adolescence, I figured everyone from the military had weapons. Dad had guns everywhere. You know, put away, but they were there. We we had quite a few floating around the house. <laughs> dad taught gun safety fairly early. Don't everybody freak out. Oh, yeah. Don't worry. Yeah, when you grow up with a dad in the military, you, you learn about gun safety you, very you early learn on. quick, especially because we were children. And you that- know you do not take out that gun when they're not home. <laughs> No, uh, dad, only when I was responsible for watching my sister, you know, because we're children of the 80s, my parents worked, our asses got off the school bus and got in the house. That was it. That that was our job. And dad taught me how to shoot in his comment, because I was able to hit things fairly accurately early on, was I don't have to worry about you watching your sister now. I was like, though, secretly, your dad was hoping you two would get kidnapped so he could have a commando situation. Okay, I have always wanted to ask that, and I know one of our friends. I I won't unless you unless you call him out. I'm not going to call him out. But we have had this conversation where we've talked about like when we were kids. Didn't we all imagine scenarios of like someone got kidnapped or we had to go save somebody, and we all had this imagination thing growing up of we oh, yeah. were the hero Definitely. and we had to go. Someone save was going to be driving the Bronco. Yes, yeah. like- you know. I wanted to be in the dune buggy. You had your buddy up on the 50 cow blowing people away. I look at my kids going, you guys, if it ain't Minecraft or YouTube, you have no imagination about what's going on, do you? It's like, really? Come on. Yeah, I still do it. I could be in the middle of a meeting and just be like, man, be real crazy if something went down right now. (laughs) I'd probably duck and roll or maybe I'd slide in one of my rolling chairs underneath cover. Again, Even not though get... I'm not that sly at all. If anyone's been around me, I'm like the most awkward dude to ever see walk. I bumble and fall all the time. So and we're not going to get like Uber into the politics. But did you see the pictures that are going around the Internet the other day? There are some Russian tanks that have been blown up and been spray painted Wolverines on them in Ukraine. Nice. <laughs> I am all for that. And that movie also didn't help. Man, I wonder if Korea's gonna like paratroop while I'm at school and I gotta save my <laughs> entire school. All the, the, these, these bullies that used to pick on me and I saved their life by ripping a dude's throat out. What's well, yep. the same thing of wishing you were bit by a radioactive spider and that rhino was gonna come crashing through your classroom? Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm a child of comic books, man. Yeah, it's just that's what I always like would think of, like. I'm, I'm going to spidey situation. You saying that it's going to throw me on a tangent because I'm calling bullshit on 90% of the people out there. that are like, Oh, I've always been a Marvel fan. I love these. I grew up reading these comic books. Bullshit. Karen. I went to high school with you and you made fun of me for reading. I was going to say, yeah, I got made fun of a lot. So, <laughs> Oh, totally dude. I had X-Men swe- uh, sweaters to, and, uh, sweatshirts and t-shirts. And I always go, Oh, he likes the Wolverine. Oh, you watch cartoons. Oh, I forgot that was a thing, being made fun of for watching cartoons when you were a teenager. Yeah, man. It was like, oh, you read comic books. You read this. And and now it's like, oh, it's no, it's all cool. We all did it when we were growing up. No, you didn't. Shut up. No, you didn't. I know when the people are telling the truth. And I know when other people are just like, I know my own kind. I smell the desperation. We can smell them. Why? They were downwind. (laughs) Downwind? You can smell them? I did. Again, one-liner. I did. You know, <laughs> it's just nothing. That's nails a whole it. dialogue. I love it. Just it just nails it. Uh, what would have happened, though, if when Ray Don Chong shot that rocket launcher 
at the police vehicle, the armored vehicle, and killed Arnold. So that has always crossed my mind watching this movie. A, she fires it backwards and it doesn't blow her forward. Like whenever she spins it around oh, and it knocks her out of, of the car. Because of this movie, I remember always joking about what if you hold the rocket launcher the wrong way and fire yeah. it backwards. You know? I have to believe, though, that that was somewhat accurate, except I think she would have went flying forward over the windshield. Oh, the yeah, hood. like she would have done that then had to pick herself up. And the I imagine old... she would have done it backwards a second time. Right. I, after falling and being kind of like scrambled, you probably would be like, oh, crap, I don't remember which way is front and back still. Right. And then you, you kind of start thinking, well, maybe she hit the tire. Maybe she hit like the ground under the van and it flipped. But when he comes out, the door's gone. So I'm yeah. guessing it went through the door and Arnold watched <laughs> it go past his head and the cops went survived. In the bullet time. He saw the, the cop right in front of him explode, you know. But the cops survived. They crawl out of the thing going, what the <laughs> hell just happened? Uh, but yeah, and then there's the whole thing of where she makes the joke, I read the instructions. Rewind the movie back when she's rolling the shopping cart out of the uh, ammo place. There is a paper set of instructions in front of the rocket launcher, and it's for is the rocket really? launcher. It really is. Also, <laughs> for those of you that don't know, 90% of weapons like that have instructions printed on the side. You know, it's military. Someone's going to forget everything you got to do. Point at bad guy. Yeah. Uh, claymores are printed this in toward enemy. That's not a made-up yeah. thing. Yep, that's so, a real thing. Boom. You know, because... I'm sure it only happened one time that they went, we should really print that on the front. <laughs> <laughs> no, you put the curve side out. Oh, I'll remember that. That's fine. Were you uh, excited when a certain cameo showed up in this movie? I, I don't know. A cameo. Oh, yeah, oh yeah. yes, yes, yes. Our one, our favorite, oh, Bill Paxton. Bill Paxton, man. I don't remember him being in this. Really? Yeah, I mean, it's been a while since I've seen it, but this still, is, like... This is like... One it was of, I was like, oh, yeah! <laughs> this is one of the three. So he's Punk in Terminator at the beginning when Arnold yep. shows up. He is uh, Radar Tech in Commando, and then he appears again in True Lies. Bigger role, but he's always had this kind of connection. This is also the only one not done by James Cameron. The other two are oh, James yeah, Cameron. Oh, yeah, the other two are James Cameron. So yeah. I wonder if him and Arnold were friends in real life. I would have to imagine. And or at least the, had a, a decent companionship. The other like semi connection is Bill Paxton was in Predator Two. You know, Arnold didn't sign on for that because he didn't like the script, and because um, John, I don't think John McTiernan came back on. Was it McTiernan that did? Uh, yeah, he did the first one. Yeah, he I did. Can't the first remember one. who did the second one. I can't remember either. I'm not. We're not talking about that. We're talking about. Yeah, Commando. exactly. We're talking about Commando. It's all fun. Uh, it's all. We're good. talking about a movie where. A lot of explosions happen and gunfights are about to happen on an island. Yeah. Again, this movie doesn't slow down. It go. It, you have a brief second of dialogue, action. Brief second of dialogue, action. I mean, they get they figure out where the how they're getting to an island. It they break like, into a warehouse. You know, it, it does. Uh, what do you want to call it? Like it hits every beat. Mm -hmm. Like it knows exactly. It doesn't feel too short or too long. You know, like, it's just like, boom, 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 boom. Keep the story moving. Like, he is constantly I, on the run. I don't get bored in this movie whatsoever. No, there's, not there's at all. There's never a moment where you're like, ah, you could have trimmed a little bit. Like, I'm watching the director's cut where they trim stuff, and I'm like, why? 
why did you trim this? I have no problem knowing a little bit more about his wife because that made sense. Um, oh, I did see the other one that um, it was a, a different dialogue when they're loading Alyssa Milano to take her to the island. And he goes, you'll be reunited with your daddy. Aren't, don't, would you like that? And she goes, uh, the first one is that we all know is, yeah, but I, I think I'd rather him like smash your face in. That's on the regular cut, the TV cuts, everything. The director's cut is, yeah, I want to watch him kick your ass. That is what was on the uh, difference in the, in the 80s, director's you know, cut. We can watch a bunch of people get blown up to smithereens, but we can't have the little kids say ass. A little Milano can't say ass. Oh, no, 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 no. We got to cut that. Cut that. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't until the 90s before kids could really start cussing. Yeah, that's when they could start that's cussing and smoking on tv <laughs> on tv <laughs> on all that stuff well as long as you put a psa at the end of it you know it's like smoking's bad for you kids don't ever do that see what happened to ricky when he tried to start smoking i learned it by watching you nate <laughs> i'm sorry charlie i'm a bad influence ah oh, so we get an awesome like plane right which is also it's amazing that he got teamed up with ray don chong who was also a green pilot learning hey, to fly this is great plot devices i love it yeah and i, I would have fixed the plane the exact Live same free way or die hard does the same exact thing where it was like john yep. mcclain now knows how to fly a helicopter because guess what he's been afraid of flying since the first movie boom and admittedly flying is the easy part landing not so much <laughs> that, <laughs> that was the difficult part of that and you know he he fixes the airplane by punching it. That's a favorite. Which is part actually of mine. why how I fix everything. Oh, these it's days. Everyone thinks I'm smacking. really good. I'm really good at fixing stuff. I punch ninety percent of everything. Yeah, <laughs> when a computer quits working, I like hit it because that's how technology works. Basically, yeah, yeah. makes I've sense to me. Punched a few computers. It's fine. <laughs> we have a love hate relationship. I love to hate them. Oh, can we get to everyone's favorite part? <laughs> everyone's favorite part? Sure. Yeah, Let's the last half hour. Oh, my God. Val Verde. Yeah, because A, we get Arnold stripped down to we trunkies. We get the classic, yeah, the montage. What every like person loves in an action movie is showing all the guns being loaded and strapped up. I share this gif. Literally, Nate can attest to this. All the I time. share this gift all the time. If it, if there's anything about we need to get ready or we need to go kick some ass, anything, I am sharing the commando <laughs> arming up gift. And if Facebook ever takes it off, I will find it on Google and figure out how to get it on there because you're not. They don't really have gun gifts on there anymore. So, <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Facebook. But it is so amazing watching him put like the the war paint on, putting every magazine in, strapping the grenades, putting on the vest. You know, like every movie needs that. I don't care what movie it is; it needs that scene. Yeah, and they do that. Like uh, Rambo Two had just done that same year because he's gearing up at the beginning of that. You know, he's getting the knife out. He's tightening tying yeah. his boots down. You know, it's everything before he gets on the uh, jet to get dropped into uh, Vietnam. Hot Fuzz does a beautiful, you know, homage to it by grabbing oh. all the guns out of the, uh, out the locker of those, room. The, 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 ev evidence, the evidence room. Yeah. yeah. No, they do that. <laughs> and then also, you know, we've already covered it, but Hot Shots Part 2, they parody this movie and Rambo 2 almost perfect. Like the Val Verde fight 
is in Hot Shots Park Duet. Oh, yeah, it's it definitely awesome. is. <laughs> I mean, I was waiting to see a dude go flying off of a springboard. That's how accurate this got. <laughs> because in in the Hot Shots one, the they start treating it like an Olympic event. Yeah, and the guys exactly are like it. posing. It's a sporting event at that And point. you're watching Commando going, oh, he didn't land it. Oh, he didn't do this. <laughs> Well, I love, like, he starts out with stealth for yeah, what? knives. Two kills? Four uh, kills, maybe? Kills the guy that comes out, stabs him, throws two knives at another two guys walking towards him. And then him. has the launching knife, which I honestly forgot was a thing that all, all of us wanted as a kid. You Russian know, you press ballistic the button knife. And knife goes. Yeah. Yep. And all that stealth for the very next guy to start shooting at him, and he blows yeah, him out of the Yeah, the guy in the tower, because he has the high ground. And the alarm goes off. Yeah, and it's just like, all right, that happens to me in every single damn Far Cry video (laughs) game where I'm like, I'm going to be stealthy. Oh, no, guy in the tower got me. Time to just unload. I hate stealthy games, man. I want to Rambo them so bad. I'm like, screw it. I can kill them all. No, the uh, the objective of this game is to be stealthy. No, I don't want to be uh, stealthy. I got a machine gun. Grenade goes boom. Exactly. I don't I don't care about stealth. Let me blow them all up. I'll take them. There's a moment where like 20 guys come up from behind him. And none of them hit him, but he just turns around and with his light machine gun just lays waste to every single one of them. Yep. And it that exact scene is parodied in Hot Shots when all those guys sneak up behind Charlie Sheen and he grabs the handful of bullets out of the ammo case and throws it at them and they all fall down. Hey, the latest episode of Moon Knight, basically the same thing happens. So, Oh my God, I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> that show's actually pretty damn good, it's man. It's so awesome. I'm waiting for though Mr. Knight to go badass. That's the only thing I'm kind of a little upset about. Because oh, he's supposed so to cool though. He looks dead on, but he's supposed to be like the most psycho version of Moon Knight. I thought. So I don't we'll know s- enough about Moon Knight. We just got bug Cody about it. What? Well, we'll ask Cody. Well, normally I don't ask Cody till someone watches the episode after all of us. Nate. Yeah. Are you caught <laughs> up? So we behind. We can talk about it in the group. We can talk about it in the in the group. I'll text oh, okay. everyone. Let them know. Let them know you're caught up because yeah, that's what I'll, holds I'll, us I'll back. Shoot a, I'll shoot a text. We're nice. We don't. I know. We try I not just, to spoil you know, things I've been for Nate. Busy. Yeah, I appreciate you it. You have been busy. I'll yeah. give you credit for that. It's fine. Everybody, Nate's been really busy. Yeah. But it's <laughs> it's getting better. So we're all good. Nate's been remodeling his house. It's it's stressful. Don't do it. <laughs> Although now I, I feel like you should have gone the whole like log cabin look. That's that's what you should have done. You should this have made it look like John I Matrix. Need a chainsaw and a log on my shoulder. See, I still don't think that's the scene you should be rec- I have a chainsaw and it's yellow. Well, I have an axe in the garage, so you I can do that where one? he's cutting the axe. You can do the wood. You can you can like chop wood. You yeah. do that one. Okay. There's a machete somewhere around here. I, I have one by the door. Chop a man's arm off like he does in this movie. Yep, and we're right there, aren't we? Let's uh, yeah. let's get to the 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 famous tool shed, the tool shed scene. This is this is horror Nate's favorite part. Yeah, it this, is. <laughs> this is slasher movie action right here. Nate, walk us into the the man is in a tool shed surrounded by what, gifts of destruction. Yeah, you know? like six or seven guys with like fully automatic machine guns. 
you know, M60s all surround him, and they just unload. But you know, whenever someone unloads into something, they never shoot like up and down. They just shoot dead center. Right. They Always in the middle. Up and down. Up and down. Don't and then left or right. You know. Yeah. Full. So full of spread. Course, what ends up happening? They open the door and be like, "Aha! He's not in here. That's so strange." Pitchfork straight on down. Yep. Just destroys a man. And oh, then yeah. from there, he's got saw blades. He's throwing them like frisbees. They're going in the dude's necks. You get a close up of just blood gushing out. He chops a man's arm off. You got that man screaming as blood is going all over the place. And I'm pretty sure that's Chico from Running Man, the one of oh, the really? famous <laughs> like extras. I'm pretty sure that's Chico. And so this is where they extended things to get an R rating, apparently, in certain places. So the saw blade, the first one takes the top of a dude's head off, which is spectacular. We all know that one. That one's always been there. The other one goes directly into a guy's throat. The camera stays on it for an extra couple of beats. There's literal blood spurting, and that was added for the director's cut. Oh, okay. okay. He takes the axe to another guy. We've all seen it. He Oh, he hits the guy in the balls with the axe, like upswings. Oh, that's right. He upswings with like the, the wood cutting axe yes. into the dude's so balls. So we've all seen that part. The part that was added was the guy going, oh, and falls down. Apparently, we weren't supposed to see that part. I, you know what? We needed that. That was actually to make sure that we knew that man was feeling the pain. And then Chico, we always know the arm gets cut off. But what happens now is the arm gets cut off. Arnold grabs it with his other hand. Chico grabs the bloody stump as it's spraying blood out like a stream. And then Arnold tosses the arm back at him. That's the <laughs> The original was cut the arm, done. See, I don't re I just remember it's like, oh, yeah, like he definitely hits the people with the saw blades. He cuts the oh, arm yeah. off. Yeah, like everything he does is in the original cut. They just shaved off little things. But I was like. Why? This is great. I mean, okay, you cut down Chico's part where there's a lot of extra. It was originally written, but they didn't film it, that when he cut Chico's arm off, he was supposed to hit him with the arm. Oh, and like someone kind of just give him a slap like I challenged yeah, they were supposed to, to like, now. Like club him upside the head, but someone <laughs> in production went, that seems gratuitous. And I'm like... Do you know what movie are you making right now? Yeah, if anything, they should have had to where you use the arm to kill a couple other people. I, I holster it. Always have yeah. it ready to go. <laughs> Put a grenade in the hand and what then if, throw the whole arm. dual wielding, I triple wield. <laughs> I'll use the other hand. Shove it up Chico's butt. There you go. <laughs> and then magically he gets an M240 LMG. Yep. And just starts laying waste to more people. He goes to town, he's man. He's got that. He's got that 12-gauge shotgun. Like, he's he, just... But he does run out of ammo. I mean, I always kind oh, of yeah. thought this was the ammo, endless... Which is great. You know, you when you think of movies where you're like, oh, yeah, the endless ammo shtick, which is, you know, you kind of think like Commando, Predator. Go back and watch these movies. It's not all of them. I think it was like the lower, like, canon level ones where they would just go in Delta Force 2, you know? Yeah, I love Delta Force 2. <laughs> That's that, the ones where they never reload. But this one, he's actively switching weapons. Yeah, he throws it down. There's another weapon ready to go. It's not and, quite hard target where we're seeing him, like, grab the magazines off no, of dead no, bodies. No. That was a totally um, different change of how to... They yeah. emphasized it. This one was, this one's empty, throw it. 
He's always had the shotgun. I mean, he was running with the rocket launcher for a good part of the movie till he launches it. And again, he only fires it twice. Why? Radon Chong fired two of them already. Which, yeah, that was one of the things I noticed, too, this time around when watching it. I was like, well, now she fired two. I wonder if he only uses it twice later on. Like, sure enough. He does. He does. He blows, he blows up the building blows up and he blows Jeep? up the uh, Jeep. I and, love when uh, the one building gets blown up that you can see the dummies. The dummies. Really, like, <laughs> on a, like a standby or something like that. They don't move at all. But it's like, those dummies are dead now. <laughs> It's like all of the guys are just standing outside holding these cutouts of weapons and they yeah. don't move till the blast wave hits them. <laughs> no, no, no. Again, high def is not. I, although this was a great transfer, I really did enjoy how it It was looked. a good transfer. Um, there was only one moment where I could tell that was not Arnold. It was when he was jumping out of the plane into the marsh. Yeah, I, like, oh, I noticed that was that definitely stuck, man. <laughs> but it was Arnold on the now Arnold did like ninety percent of his own yeah stunts. because you can't find a stuntman that's that size yeah it was after this that they started getting people like Sven Olthorsen and there's uh there's another guy his name I want to say his name is actually Nate that he is famous um for another reason he was in Reanimator he's the first body they reanimate in the morgue. That is Arnold Schwarzenegger's body double. Oh, really? And there's a whole thing about how Arnold became a fan of Stuart Gordon and had a showing of Reanimator in his house. And Arnold was supposed to do Fortress uh, with Stuart Man, Gordon. Can you imagine? Oh, I think it would have been fantastic because, I mean, yeah, we got definitely. Escape Plan later, but Christopher Lambert got it for some uh, Arnold turned it down to do a different it might have been last action hero or something like that um but yeah arnold was a fan of Stuart gordon which ties into our horror stuff um but that first zombie is arnold's body double later that uh that's got pretty sweet tied into it, it was, what a weird connection <laughs> it really it really is but i mean that's when you when you really start digging into some of the behind the scenes stuff of this because Again, we still want to try and emphasize like some of the stunt crews and some of the special effects people. Movies like this, though, it was just a bunch of stunt people. And also finding out that it was mostly Arnold. Like the landing gear, they built a landing gear that was attached to a camera truck. That's when you see Arnold with the oh, wind so like blowing. When the wind is blowing up against him? That's really him. It's just the drop from the airplane. That's not him. You know, obviously it. The guy was still worth money, but he wasn't commanding. I think Terminator 2 was his biggest payday, I think. And it was. It, I mean, exorbitant. that makes sense because, like, Terminator 2 is one of those, like, such a gigantic summer blockbuster type thing. Yeah. And you know? it was then after that was also when he's like, because Arnold doesn't do sequels up until uh, the Terminator series. There was supposed to be a Caman uh, Commando 2. He didn't do it. He hated which the second clearly tried to like set this up for a sequel. They did. Um, You know, he hated the the Conan the Destroyer. Uh, That's PG. It went from R to PG. They really dialed it down. Red Sonia is not Conan. It's a whole different character. So he did that one, but he has always stayed away from sequels. He didn't do Predator Two. Um, until he did, and he has done all of the Terminators basically since then. 
but he is the Terminator. To me, I feel like that's a little different. You know, Commando, yeah. I'm surprised they haven't tried to redo the Commandos, kind of like they've done, like, movies like The Marine, you know, with John Cena. Yeah, I really am amazed there hasn't been someone that made Commando 2. Yeah, now there's well, one know, called One of those the weird Command- direct-to-videos. Yeah, there's one called thing. The Commando, and I think it's Michael Jai White or somebody. But it's nothing to do with this Commando storyline. But I, I would have loved to have saw it. I mean, it, I think they had set up something. I mean, I, I mean, what do you do, though? Do you start going hey, the that's way the of... That's the thing. What do you do? He comes back into service, which is his whole mission statement in this movie is, I am out of the service. I'm only getting my daughter. Then I'm going back to retirement, you know? I mean, they could have gone like it's maybe the... same the... thing with the last Rambo movie, though, where it's like Rambo 4 capped off that character's story perfectly it did so when they announced last blood i was like what can you really do like he he finally came home it didn't feel like yeah movies i knew you know it just that that's literally a slasher movie disguised it but i love it wasn't it wasn't necessary i mean honestly i cannot wait till we dig into the rambo movies there's five of them and i'm looking forward to it um but no, I I feel like that probably would have started like kind of like how the Taken movies went, you know, with Liam Neeson. And it was just like, OK, I went and saved my daughter. OK, now they kidnapped my wife and my daughter. OK, now they've done. You know, now it's just my daughter. They killed my wife at the beginning of the movie. And yeah, I, no, it they just do be like four of them. How kind of weird the things can we do? I, I think yeah. there was only three Taken movies because like. That first one was so awesome that it's like it just got progressively worse. Yeah. Number two is watchable. Three's the one I think with Forrest Whitaker, which is it's okay. I didn't, yeah, I didn't really care for three at all. Um, like it's the same thing with like Transporter, though. You know? Yeah. Like, first one's great. Second one's watchable. It's it's fine. Yeah, it's not bad. I do not remember the third one, and then there's a fourth one without Statum. So And the there's point? a TV show. So it's like yeah, I, I, I I'm kind of glad they didn't run it into the ground and it allowed Arnold to do like the next vehicles like he does raw deal next, which that movie is just totally like from what I know of Arnold. This is the weird thing. It's like I have all these movies when I was a teenager, like thrust upon me, like here is a pile of Arnold movies. Well, that was the cool start thing with, watching like, our age group is like all of them were out. Yeah, we had them. we didn't have to wait. It yeah, wasn't like a year in between. You go, oh, after this, want to watch Terminator 2? Yeah. Want to watch Total Recall? Like, because by the time well, we had like access to these, like a steady access to them, because like you said, VHS tapes were expensive. They were. But now dollar rental rent stores, when that yeah. became a thing, very easy to rent them multiple times because that was something you did was yeah. just rent something multiple times. And then, but like, you start digging into them because and it's Raw Deals, one of the weird ones where it. To me, when I watch it now, I'm like, man, this just doesn't feel like. I know it's Arnold, but that character's totally different from what to I know me, him as. Raw Deal was always. I don't mean this in a bad way. No, no, I think I know what you're going to say. Knockoff, cheaper Martin Scorsese film. Basically, it's, it's a crime drama movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, so very heavily action oriented. Very heavily movie. action yes. sort, but it's like if you were to take that same plot that same story and giving it to scorsese you might have one powerful movie yeah you could have put someone a little bit more every manish in it you know just somebody that's not as in you know but i love raw deal because it is like a different arnold you know type film i 
friend of mine was in it. We'll talk about that whenever I get him on whenever the show. We cover it. Yep. Um, but we, uh, you know, I'd watched that. And, you know, then we got movies like Red Heat, which was kind of like a buddy cop movie, but it was a weird. I still have never seen Red Heat only what? because I don't like that Belushi. Dude. Okay. Well, I'm sorry. Uh, we're going to cover that movie then. Because That's fine you... with me. I'll finally watch it. But, like, I just I, don't I like I that Belushi. Man. I, I like it. It is a Walter this. Hill movie, so I'll probably enjoy it. No, it's. The movie's phenomenal. I I really enjoy it. And I mean it's to me it's Arnold acting robotic, but not a robot. You know what I mean? That very stoic Russian yeah. character, uh, very formal. And then you got the Belushi that is this wild card, this crazy, you know, mantic kind of person. Oh, is he supposed to be like the rigs? He's kind of like the rigs. Yeah, he's like, you know, not you know, no one really treats him with a lot of respect in the you know precinct and he gets stuck with arnold basically they play up that whole thing it's a good movie we'll it's have the to air out. of body cop movies so it makes it sense. was yeah but, you know and, but but i'm i'm always going to go back to commando now we've got through valverde we got it we got to end this thing man we do with pure testosterone macho knife fighting and punching each other nonstop. Oh, and look, I don't know. I, I forget who they cast before, you know, uh, Vernon. Vernon, I still believe, held, can hold his own against Arnold. The well, way they do like, this. like, different physique of Arnold, but it's just that, like, tank of a man. Right. He's not you know? cut, but he you feel like he's got all that power still. You know, yeah. He's still a dude you don't want to grab a hold of you, you know. He's he's not as like even thin as when he was uh, Wes in Road Warrior, you know. It's, yeah, definitely. He, he definitely. I just bulked wish up. you could tell this is supposed to be a great like villain character. I just wish he was in the movie longer. But with the way the plot is, it's impossible. There's no way to throw him in messing with Arnold throughout the movie. No, so because that's that's how they set it up. To this, you know, you you are left with. Something happened that drove a wedge between these two men that yeah, aren't he got get, fired from Arnold's squad. Arnold booted him like yeah. and my guess is dishonorably discharged, basically. So he's got it out for Arnold. He's he's pretty much orchestrated everything once they got a hold of him. You know, once they offered him the job, he's like, I'll do it for free. Here's what we got to do. Um, but, yeah, we get this amazing final battle that was originally supposed to be a speedboat battle. They were supposed to chase each other on speedboats, crash on a beach, and then have the fight. But because the budget got so tight, they changed it to the boiler room. Um, also, fun fact, the mansion they're fighting at, does it look familiar? It does, but so does every mansion on island. So True. Um, it's the mansion from Beverly Hills Cop. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Same mansion. So... That's awesome. From like the final gunfight, yeah, the final okay. big gunfight. Uh, so, um, so yeah, they were supposed to have the big fight. So they end up in the boiler room, which is a fantastic fight. But again, I start tearing this movie apart because I'm not 13 anymore. Going that door to the boiler would have been red hot. Oh, everything! Like if anyone's actually ever been in a boiler room, they're not fun. They suck. Everything's hot. Now they're all sweaty. Yeah, fair. We'll give you that. But they're well, not I'd be exhausted after like two punches. Like it's yeah. too damn hot for this. Can we like go outside? 
that door to the boiler was closed till they opened it. And then they swing it at each other like a shield from Captain America. And I'm like, oh, that when thing's they're hot. Like, <laughs> yeah, doing that and like the pipe and just beating the hell out of each other with yeah, it. He's like, hit me in the shoulder, now hit the metal. Hit me yeah. in the shoulder, now hit the metal. I'm like, <laughs> really? And then the fall over the railing, which I'm like, I don't care if I was only just laying on that deck walk, that would have hurt bare back on yeah, that I've deck never plate. Fallen on one of those. But just walking on them and like when you look at yeah. it, oh, that would suck. Kneeling on one sucks, but Arnold's bare back laying on it with Vernon Wells on top of him. I'm like, that had to hurt. Oh, that'd I be the terrible. Yeah. Like, get off me. <laughs> and, and, you know, we get the famous, you know, I'm not going to shoot you between the eyes. I'm going to shoot you between the balls. Which is such a weird thing. And I just, it like, is, but someone. guess what? We're still <laughs> talking about it. Yeah. That's amazing. And then we get. I God, I don't know. One of the greatest ending one-liners in a movie. A great kill with a one-liner to a movie. Right, man, because I I always thought sheer pipes. force. <laughs> <laughs> what actually takes to go through a human is immense. With all Arnold, the ribs though, there and all the, the guts. <laughs> can throw it from like 15 feet away and impale you into the metal behind you. Pierce you and hold you up. Metal pipe into it, and then let off some steam, Bennett. I'll do the Arnold. <laughs> it's fine. You do it. I, I can will. only imagine after Bennett got shocked for like 10 seconds, that kind of loosened up his bones and everything. I, but you know what? To me, I even love that because as a kid, that's kind of what normally kills people. You get thrown into the electrified grid, and they die. And it didn't happen, and it, like, re-energized Bennett for, like, 20 seconds. And you're like, holy shit. Yeah, it kind of gave him the adrenaline that he needed to go back for, like, What's round that, three. What was that wrestling I thing? I didn't hear no bell. <laughs> where they would start shaking, and they would, yeah, like, definitely. act like they get all that extra energy from the when crowd. When Hulk would Hulk up and do the Hulkamania. Yeah. yeah. And I was, that's all I could picture this whole time. You know, shout out to give me back my pro wrestling. But I just kept picturing, like, ah, yeah, let's go. He goes, I feel good, John. I feel good. And starts wailing on him. And then Arnold unleashes on his ass. It's fantastic. Oh, uh, yeah. This movie. Like, it's that Take perfect, a shot. like, I love hype movie. up of beat the hell out of the man that's now thinking he's got the upper hand. Like, not on uh, my watch. No, no one's got <laughs> Arnold down. But Arnold does get, you know, shot. He gets cut. He gets stabbed. He gets all this stuff in the movie. Still comes yeah, he out of sliced, and you know, like. Oh. But he's still able to walk away from it all at the very he end. He is. So. Let's do this. We're at the end of the movie. Now's the time to talk about a body count. This I've is. made. I've I've made something. You're gonna. Oh, like I can't it. wait. You're going to like this. It's, hey, it's not totally changed, but you'll like it. Yeah. Leave anything for us? Just bodies. Body count. Body count. Body count. Body count. I shortened it up, but I added just bodies. <laughs> but you got to do that for the, for the body count. All right. So... Body count, man. I don't know if it's got to be up there. I don't know because we know of the next couple of movies we're doing. I don't know when we're going to hit numbers like this again. 
Yeah, oh. like the last one to hit this one was probably Delta Force Two. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if it got this high, but a hundred and nine, <laughs> and not quite an asterisk, but a nice little note is a hundred and two of those are Arnold's kills. Amazing! It's insane. <laughs> A hundred and nine, man. Ah, absolutely incredible. Love it. I love it, man. I really do. Take a shot. It it's fantastic. This movie, great now, kills, great action. Now, what? do we after the body count? Is this where we should debut another segment? Hmm. Yes. Let's do the next segment. Let's do the new segment. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, kill of the week. Have you ever killed anyone? Yeah, but they were all bad. We are now going to do a kill of on both shows. We're doing on action. Both shows. We're doing get horror. Our favorite kill from the movie. Favorite kill from the movie. Now this is completely subjective. It can just be something that made you giggle. It could be something that was completely bloody and over the top. But that's Nate's going to tell his, and then I'm going to tell mine. So mine this week, the Frisbee saw blade to the neck. Can you ask for a better death in an action movie than a man throwing a saw blade into another man's neck and watching him going and all the blood gush out? It's fantastic. I can't think of any other movie that's decided to copy it. No, it's it's beautiful. I mean, I've seen similar. Now, I did watch that movie uh, Turbo Kid. And one of the bad guys, oh, or the shoots bad guy has he shoots saw balls. blades. Yeah, yeah, and I think he cuts a few. But it's very comic bookish. There's blood. Yeah. I lo- we really lots need to of do blood that. in we Turbo Kid movie. Um, I think with Commando because one of my favorites, and I think it's also just the way they they sell it in the movie, is when he kills Bill Duke's character when he slams him onto the coffee table leg. And you hear that like, uh, yeah, and, and you that's hear the sound the, that anyone would make of like, uh, yeah, and you hear like the air leave his body, which you know all the props to Bill Duke for that. But he's like Arnold's leaning over him, like, where is she? Where is she? And there is this red, because of all the blood, leg sticking up through his chest. It's like reverse vampire staking. Yeah, that's exactly it. <laughs> I feel like that is probably my kill of the week, personally. Now, I love Sawblade Kill, and even I think director's cut, machete cut on the arm, is way up there because of the blood spurting. You know. That was a good one. It was good, but, but. We, we, we pick one each. Mine is Bill Duke's. of the week. Nate's doing the uh, circular saw. So that is our action movie kill of the week. All right, Bubba, let's uh, let's rate this bad boy. I'm excited. Let's do this. <laughs> we are working on something new for the Al Leong segment, so bear with us. There was, we only had so much time before the debut of this episode making all this, so. Sludge is the hardest man, working man in podcasting, but even he has to sleep once in a while. I mean, he Nate. only does like one show. He's got plenty of time. Come on. Technically, he works on all of our shows. Shut up. 
And I'm like technically executive producer on half of his shows. So. Yeah. <laughs> the man's really busy. <laughs> he is. He is. Nate, rate this bad boy. Yeah, you oh. went you went hard in Tombstone. I did. I'm gonna go hard again. And I Do busted it. out some math for this one. Oh crap. <laughs> this film comes in at a screeching 90 minutes. Yes. Right? Oh yeah. Perfect. So that's Perfection. one point every 10 minutes. So it gets a nine out of ten for me. Fantastic. I love if that. If it would have been an hour and 40 minutes, it would have been a perfect 10. Because I, like I would have gotten 10 more kills, which probably would have made the body count go from 109 to at least 132. Oh, that's that's a easily. That's 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 being uh, being modest. Modest. Couldn't think of the word. It was weird. Uh, perfect. Uh, I am. Uh, I'm nine and a half, man. This this is the beginning of the military version of Arnold, the Greek god, every man. The this is this. I dare say, and I know a lot of people consider this almost like the perfect action movie. I have my thoughts on the perfect action movie, which I think is Predator, because of everything it gives me, not just one person, but several things. But if I had to go with one guy, one objective, the amount of kills, the type of kills, the acting, I, Commando is almost a perfect action movie. Absolutely um, incredible. Yeah. Nine and a half. I love it. It's awesome. Take a shot. Um, <laughs> so we got one more. I don't have a drop for this. So we're just kind of doing it. So if I, if you guys have an idea for maybe a drop, you'd like to hear for this one, but because we're rating this, these movies, we've decided we want to find the insane people in the world and find someone that wrote a bad review of Which a movie we like. I know what you're all thinking. There's no way a bad. I said it earlier. Exist. Who who it's exists impossible. out there that doesn't like this movie? You go in with a movie called, you know, Commando. Commando, starring the one, the only Arnold. You're gonna be like, yeah, I, I totally get this. <laughs> like, yeah, I know what I'm getting myself into. Yeah, you're done at the movie. Going, yep, that was everything but I expected. Instead, Jackass. The Dungeon Boss, he Ooh. gave this movie a 1 out of 10. My Lord, the one-liners. The horrible, horrible one-liners. All right. If you haven't already seen this movie, then don't. Please save yourself because it's too late for me. There are so many flaws in this movie. I just don't know where to begin. First off, that scene when Arnold jumps out of the plane, completely BS. And that scene where he miraculously finds the secret button in the army surplus store. Because, as we all know, every military surplus store carries automatic weapons, grenades, and rocket launchers. Then that scene when the chick shoots the police van with the rocket launcher and magically the gas tank doesn't blow up. And then at the end, when Arnold somehow throws a huge metal pipe with perfect precision... And why did steam come out of the bad guy's body? But all spoilers aside, stay far, far away from this movie for your own good. Wow, Dungeon Master. Way to be an edgelord. Yeah, man, Dungeon Master. A, ah. diesel doesn't explode like gasoline, and that was a diesel vehicle. B, the steam's not coming out of Bennett's body. He pierced the steam 
vessel behind him, and that's where the steam is coming from. And everything else you said is complete and utter horseshit. It is, yeah, you're just being dumb. Yeah. Now, we also have one other one. Uh-oh, I thought we only had one. Nate went all in. I'm going to be bringing two each segment when it's possible. Fantastic. Hit me. This is from Susan Krishan Johnson. I am already on the edge of my seat. Who gave this a one star out of five. Uh, it's out of five. The other guy was one and a half out of ten. So let's see what yes. Susan had to say. I bought this thinking it was the original DVD. First of all, it took a long time to get here from my purchase date. When I tried to play it on my player, my player doesn't recognize the format. The DVD and case even look like a fake co copy. Moreover, when I elected to send it back, the seller doesn't carry return postage on the items, so I would have to pay for postage to return an item to the Netherlands and pay a restocking fee on top of all of this. Please don't purchase any items from this company if you want a good product. I am very dissatisfied and believe Amazon needs to drop them from their list of vendors based on my experience. Susan, you need to learn how to use the internet better. Susan, you never buy DVDs from the Never Netherlands. <laughs> yeah, what are you doing, Susan? The Prince of Netherlands just got your money and did not give you a proper copy of Commando. If you would have gotten a copy of Commando, you would have given it at least a nine. And that's on an Amazon website where you can only give it a ranking of five, Susan. I want to imagine the DVD she got. It was a photocopy of yeah. the VHS, not the DVD cover, the VHS cover. And inside of it was one of those DVD R's, but it yep, was white. Exactly. And someone drew Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> on the cover and of wrote it. Commando and put, wrote put the D backwards. D backwards and one M. Commando. And that's because I think that's <laughs> Netherlandish. I don't know what they speak in the Netherlands. I'm sorry. Please don't stop listening to us, Netherlands. Uh, <laughs> we love you guys. That's awesome. No, we're uh, we're trying to find some funny reviews out there, and that's uh that's the debut of that. So, yeah, reviews of people that are wrong. We'll work on some music for that because it'll I be feel weird like... when we find one where I hate the movie and they like the movie. <laughs> that's easy. I can find something about thirst. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bubba, let's uh let's do our thank yous and everything. And uh I think there's only one way we can do that. And we end the show the same way Commando ends. Oh and that's yes, with the greatest we here end. we fight for love at Give Me Back My Action Movies. The Requel. All right, guys, thanks for sitting through this with us. This is the beginning of the new phase of give me back my action movies the podcast please let us know how yeah. we're doing <laughs> or you know as, as we say email send us, us. A, send us an email gmbmam at pod.com but uh every other week action movies the other other weeks are horror movies so it's always going to be on that same rotation same shows different movies so just we'll see how things sense. go until yeah. we do a podcast where I decide to do the same movie each time. We'll see. That sounds interesting. We're not going to do it on commando. this feed, though. <laughs> we just always do Commando. The are always we, Commando podcast. Are we going to do a movie that takes two episodes to get through? I was thinking mm. about that the other day. Like, is there a movie that deserves two whole episodes on it? Let us know. Everybody. Yeah, let us groups. know. Send us an email. 
or come on over to the Facebook group, Gimme Back My Action Movies. We have top 600, Nate. Have you been paying attention I to the numbers? I saw that. We had a huge jump. Somehow Facebook and Mark Zuckerberg went. These guys are awesome. Go check them out. Exactly. So join us over at Gimme Back My Action Movies, the group. Also have Gimme Back My Horror Movies, the group. Uh, we're both on Instagram. Gimme Back My Action Movies on Instagram. Gimme Back My Horror Movies. Nate runs the horror, obviously. I run the action. Give us check a follow. Out. Yeah, follow us. Tell your friends. Uh, we got a few things coming up. I, I may be appearing in my full face on a YouTube video very soon. Or it may oh, have already man. happened by the time you hear this. I don't announce anything till I actually record, I but have we'll teaser it. In May, I will be at Maryland Death Fest. If someone wants to come and hang out with me, please do. I don't know if we have any listeners in Baltimore, but maybe we have people that are traveling. So maybe. come hang out with Nate. Yeah. Uh, we, have, we have things we're not going to announce till it's done, but we may have some guests coming on very soon, probably at least for next month. Uh Really cool, really excited about some of them oh, that are yes. be coming on. Uh, I don't say some of them. Anyone that comes on the show, I'm excited for them to come on. Uh, check out everyone over in our podcast network. You've heard us talk about them. Give me back my pro wrestling, monster movie stomp down, good beer, bad movie night. I know you hear me. Tales from the haunt. Go over there. Follow everyone on the podcast app, Spotify. Rate us all. Everyone gets fives. Podbean, rate us all on there, leave comments, Apple, any place you can help us. Don't be Just, a Susan. Yeah, don't be Susan. Don't don't follow us from a app from the Netherlands. Yeah. It's, don't it's be not a me and Nate. Boss. It's it's knockoff Nate and Charlie. And yeah, they're not quite late. as good. Although I kinda wanna hear that now. We need not knock off Nate and Charlie on an episode. Yeah, can someone from the Netherlands steal our show? That's it, man. Uh but yeah. Guys, thanks for sitting through us on uh, Commando. Thank you so much. My face is still painted. I haven't sweated it off. I'm feeling pretty good about it. Uh, this, uh, well, like I said, we'll share pictures of my action figures and stuff as we get as this releases and we'll get it on Instagram. So, uh, am I missing anything, Nate? I think I've covered almost everything, haven't uh, I? I think that's about everything at this point in time. Perfect. Well, now we we got to figure out the new thing because you now have to. Lead oh, us out yeah. So now I got to be like, hey, you like Charlie, you got any last words? I don't like how you say that. I don't like. Okay, let me let me that's rewind ominous. that. Rewind that. <laughs> Nate, you're the one that has to get us out of here. Charlie, you got any last words? That's the exact same thing you said a second ago. I don't understand the question. You're asking me if I have any last words. Yeah, you got any last words? That's what you do before you kill someone. <laughs> Got any last words? I don't like it. Here. <laughs> All right. I eat green berets for breakfast. Between the eyes, this is shoot you between the balls! <laughs>